Hi, I am Chris. I am a physician and an advanced weight loss coach. This is the podcast for you if you grew up in an environment where saying no to food offerings is like rejecting your mom, your parents, your heritage. If not cleaning your plate was frowned upon, but perfect bodies were not only praised, but expected. We're faced between the tug of war between weight loss and keeping the family together. The family wins, right? If you feel you hurt someone's feelings by saying no to their food and drink offerings, you are exhausted of dieting and have resolved to believe you are not destined to lose weight, but deep inside you still have a desire to achieve it, you are in the right place. I will teach you to free yourself from food drama and restrictive dieting so you can have fun and enjoy your journey towards permanent weight loss while still preserving those family ties and celebrating your cultural heritage. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I will say... I am seriously spoiling you. And in all honesty, honesty, I am enjoying every minute of it because I feel like the luckiest podcaster to be able to have this fabulous guest I'm going to introduce to you today. Let me just start by saying that she is Puerto Rican blooded. And as a Puerto Rican myself, I love to see some Hispanic women leading the way and showing up like a boss. And Miss J here is quite the example of that. She started her studies in the fashion industry, then became a lawyer, and topped that off by becoming a certified master coach who specializes in style coaching for curvy women. Like seriously, how awesome is that? Her motto is confident women change the world, and I could not agree with that more. Please welcome Ms. Judith Caton. Oh my God, that's like the best intro ever. Like that was amazing. Every word of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me today. Like, oh my God, it's going to get so good. We're going to have so much fun. I'm really excited. Thank you so much for being here. Like really, I'm super thrilled. So tell us a little bit about like, you know, you have a background in fashion and then you transition to coaching. So can you tell us a little bit about that background and, you know, what keeps you, keeps you showing like you do? Yeah. So, I mean, like I have a funny journey, right? So yeah, I went to fashion design school. I became a lawyer, then became a master certified coach. And I guess really like your question was like, what keeps me going is just the people I serve. I'm get. I get to meet so many incredible women every time I coach, every time I show up to serve, even in like our Latin coaches community, like the incredible women that are there um, in my programs. Um, when I get to guests like this, I get to meet all of your incredible people. So yeah, I think what keeps me going is just like the relationships that get developed over time. I'm, I'm really blessed in that way. That's awesome. And then now more, you know, this is your style coach and we are in my podcast is called Joyful Weight Loss um, Podcast. And I'm all about making things fun and enjoyable and, you know, kind of like simple and easy for my listeners and for myself, because that's how I try to live my life. How, you know, I will be honest, I was the type of girl growing up that I hated shopping like whenever my mom would say hey I made like a a big bonus this month you know she earned kind of like depending on it changed from month to month so she's like I got a big bonus let's go to the mall I would be like 
oh no, like I would just regret <laughs> it. And then I just like, and then also like getting ready in the morning, I have like this drama around putting makeup and, you know, I have like this super kinky hair that also that's another story, <laughs> like, like all the drama surrounding my hair. So tell us, like, give us some insight into that and some hints into how to, like, no matter where you're at with your weight loss journey, how can you make this just fun and easy for yourself? Oh, I, okay. I love this question because I think sometimes we think we have to go from like doing nothing to doing everything all at the same time. And we totally don't. Number one, <laughs> just like you start a weight loss journey, right? We have to start somewhere. Same with like a getting ready journey or learning to shop or getting stylish. Like we all have to start somewhere. So I think the first thing is just like giving yourself grace for where you're beginning. So if you're currently wearing sweatpants all day, that's totally fine. That's just where you're starting from. If you're a doctor and because of COVID, you're wearing scrubs all the time and you're like, I don't want to give up my scrubs, even though I totally don't have to wear them anymore, right? Like, that's okay. That's where you're starting. Like, just give yourself grace for your beginning place. So I think that's like one of the most important first steps. And then I think the second step is definitely start small. So in terms of like a getting ready routine, um, and this is something I think I've been talking about, like these little getting ready with Miss J's on the, in the mornings. I love it, them. Oh my God. They're so much fun to hang out. Like, and I love that sometimes I won't remember the names of things. And then Chris will come in and be like, here's the name of that product you were talking about. Like, oh, thank you. Right. So good. I love it. So, you know, creating like a ritual around getting ready. So there's ways to make it pleasurable even if you're just going to change from one pair of pajamas to the next pair of pajamas, or you're going to change out of your yoga pants and maybe to some like stretchy joggers or jeans, right? We can make it a ritual by sort of setting the mood for it. And a great way to set the mood is, you know, some really easy things that you probably have around the house already. Music. Yes. Like, make it fun. Like it does not have to be like the, you know, the news has to play in the background while you get ready or, you know, Bob the builder, if you have kids, like we, we could change the, like sort of the background yes. noise. <laughs> you're getting ready. Right. Or it doesn't have to be baby shark playing in 20 different languages. Like you, you get oh to my decide. <laughs> You know, nowadays, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but my mom get dressed by, while listening to the news every single morning. And now that you mentioned baby chart, now with Alexa, you know, I would put my music, but sometimes my little girl comes into <laughs> my bedroom and she's like, Alexa, play, you know, whatever song she wants. I'm like, excuse me? Was <laughs> listening, I, hold up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that concept of meeting yourself where you're at. You know, you mentioned the scrubs. I'm a physician and I just started wearing scrubs every day to work since, you know, the middle of the lockdown. And honestly, I have found it to be in one sense liberating because it reduces also the drama from, you know, the choice that kind of like, oh, what I'm going to wear today. But then I noticed that I was just started to not wear makeup. I love jewelry. I stopped wearing my jewelry. So one thing that I did, which you helped me with, was just kind of like, let me just start wearing some makeup. Like what's the minimum that I could do that would just kind of like, whenever I would look in the mirror, when I would go to the restroom, like I would just feel good about myself. 
Yeah, exactly. So any, any, you know, what listener who's listening, who has a uniform they have to wear, whether it's scrubs or, you know, we've got people who are mechanics, machinists, you know, even your suit can sort of sometimes be like, if you're in that kind of a profession where you have to wear a suit, it's almost like a uniform, right? So even Mm -hmm. if you're in a uniform of some kind, you still get a choice on what you do with your hair, what you do with your makeup, whether you wear accessories, the shoes you wear, like there's some leeway that you can have, right? And just start there. Enjoy those little places where you can get started because the reality is maybe you have to wear scrubs. Maybe you have to wear, you know, a uniform that maybe is not the most gorgeous thing on the planet. There are ways to accessorize. Like if kids can get around a school uniform and try and make it their own, like, Certainly we as adults with more resources could definitely do the same if we want to. But like once we get into like uniform wearing, then we don't want to just sort of like, okay, well, why bother with the rest Mm. of the stuff? It's important because you still see you, right? And that afternoon hour when you're washing your hands in the restroom, you're going to catch a glimpse of yourself. (laughs) So it matters how you show up, even in these tiny little small things, even tiny, tiny little small things. I love it. One of the things that I started to do, also encouraged by you, was um, wearing darker lipsticks, like like bright lip color. And, you know, I had the mask drama because then I would look like a joker, like wearing like dark lipstick and then it would smudge. <laughs> but then I realized two things. First, there are lip primers. I kind of like set that lipstick in. And then second, there are some lipsticks that are, you know, matte and they, they don't smudge. So... I love one day you said um, something around the lines. You don't have to wait for that special occasion to wear that lipstick. Like you decide, like you decide when is that special day or special occasion, right? Yeah, we can declare it right now. Like, okay, everyone listening to this call, it is now a very special day. So bust out your good earrings, your good face cream, your favorite lip color, like, you know, whatever it is that you're like, okay, I'm holding this for a rainy day well, you know what, in this crazy world, we don't know if that special day is going to occur in the way that we thought it was going to. So we could celebrate today, even with like really small things, like your favorite candle, like the good candle that you only use for these occasions, burn that sucker, light it up. Let's do this. Right. Like that party music. That's only for those particular occasions. No, turn that music on. Like let's create some joy out of everyday stuff. So that way, even when we have these big days and I, I, I love that we're talking about this because I finding this more and more, the women I talk to is like, if we're always waiting for that quote unquote special day, we put so much pressure on those days that we call special that we actually ruin them by having these crazy expectations. Yes. So if every day we bring and we bring the joy and the special to mundane tasks, small things, there's mm-hmm. not so much pressure on these big days, special days, quote unquote, to have like all this magic. Like, no, we can bring the magic every day, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. I love that. I love that. And along those lines, I would love for you to talk about your spin on underwear. <laughs> <laughs> because that's one of those things that I found myself like just saving this you know, special lace underwear for a special occasion. And then just kind of like keeping all my janked up <laughs> like bras or underwear for daily use. And when I heard you talk about that and how it relates to how, you know, we look at ourselves and feel about ourselves, it just 
revolutionized like my mind and my drawers and my closet. So can you just like talk a little bit about that? I, I would love to. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> so thank you for giving me the open door to go here. This is awesome. I mean, I mean, really, and I think people on weight loss journeys and that's, you know, your audience, this is the part where we can get you some new things with like, like sort of a low buy-in. So we're not telling you, you have to rehaul your whole wardrobe and buy all the new things. No, like what we're inviting you into, Chris and I is like, Mm -hmm. let's just go to your panty drawer. Let's go to your, where your bras are. Let's look in there. Then anything that doesn't fit you, let's just let it go. Yes. Like, this is such a beautiful little act of self-care that has such little like requirements from you other than to like look in a drawer and maybe buy a new pack of chonies next time you happen Mm -hmm. to go to Target or Mm -hmm. or Costco, right? We can even start that low. We don't have to go from like janky period panties to, you know, high-end lingerie. Like, let's just get some panties that fit your booty. Yes. And the reason why is like, if you're digging out your wedgies all day or you're like lost weight and you're like, <laughs> you're so afraid to get rid of your bigger underwear because you're you afraid hold on to those. You, you hold on to those. So then like, you're like, like sneakily reaching into your pants all day to like relift up your panties without anyone seeing like, hint, hint, we can all see, we know what you're doing. Like we've all been there. So like these little things are detracting from whatever work you're doing in the world, right? Confident women change the world but you can't be a confident woman changing the world if you're distracted by a wedgie or undies that keep drooping on you. Like it's hard to show up like a boss when you're like screwing around with your panties all day or having to like bring your bra back down over your fat roll and like stick your chichis back in the cups every day or like, or breasts. Sorry, we say chichis. I don't, uh, Chris, yeah. you say chichis. <laughs> <laughs> breasts, when you have to mess with your breasts all day. Um, or tetas, right? Puerto Rican it up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> right. So like you're messing with these things as a distraction from whatever work you're doing in the world. So step one is like, go to your underwear drawer and really anything with holes or stains or the elastic is shot. Like, let's get rid of that. There's just, there's no need for that. Like, <laughs> and here's the thing, here's a sneaky thought to look out for is like, oh, these will just become period panties. But then eventually mm-hmm. you do enough of that. Everything's a period panty. So yeah. we want to like any whole stains elastic. Let's like truly janky. We get rid of, mm-hmm. and then whatever the quote unquote good ones are the good ones, like let's mm-hmm. check on their size, where brand were they? How old are they? Because elastic has a shelf life. So yes. what worked for you a year ago, it's probably like heading towards the end of its life cycle. So this is just a great way to like build a relationship with yourself, to do something kind for yourself. And it's truly just for you because no one else is going to know about it except for me, Chris. and Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally agree with that. I remember, you know, I lost 50 pounds and at my heaviest was after I had delivered um, one of my kids, my last child, and I remember by that time, my my suegra, my mother-in-law, she was staying with us for a couple of weeks, just helping out. And then she was like, I'm sorry, and I, I don't mean anything bad with this, but can we just go and get you new bras? Just because. <laughs> 
but I just it was it to me when I think about it now it was kind of like a way of coming to terms with a new body that I had and I just was was just not loving myself in that way because buying new bras at that new size meant in some way just kind of like being defeated by this new body but anyway that's like another rabbit hole let's talk about that I think this is such a good thing god bless her by the way for having to come talk to you even from like our postpartum moms right like your breasts have enlarged if you do breastfeed you know you're gonna have some things happen to your breasts that maybe you had not expected mm-hmm. and even if you decide not to breastfeed like your breasts are gonna sort of naturally change shape as that you know part yes. of that life cycle of having a child you know sort of leaves your body <laughs> and can, I just can you imagine like there's this sore tender spot on your body mm-hmm. that's a little swollen and instead of getting it a bandage that fits you're going to decide to get a very small bandage and stick this very sore part of your body yeah. in this too tight a bandage. Like, I mean, think of the last time you had, um, you know, a little bit of a cut on your finger, mm-hmm. right? Imagine if we wrapped that little cut on your finger, super duper duper tight. And then we could feel like your heartbeat in your finger <laughs> and it was pulsing. And then like stuff started leaking out of it. And you're like, damn it. Right. Like that's kind of bizarre. You wouldn't do that to your finger. Like why would you do it to your breast? The things that sit closest to your heart, like why mm-hmm. would we do that to ourselves? But a lot of women, because they're so like committed to, it has to be a particular number. My band has to be a particular number. My cup size, which is literally just a measurement of the volume of my breast, Mm -hmm. like that has to be a particular size. And if it's not, I'm going to like super tight myself into this bandage, AKA a bra that doesn't fit you. Like, come on, we wouldn't do that to a toe that we stubbed. We wouldn't do that to, you know, a finger that got a paper cut. Why the hell would we do that to our breasts? All right. It's all right. Same with transitioning you know from this to like the clothes that we another quote that I used from you is um the clothes are not there to make you look skinny like on that same theme of like just compressing our body into a certain size to look a certain way right yeah and sausage casing right like if (laughs) spanks I I here's the thing I like shapewear when we think about it deliberately and consciously and from a loving place right and it's it's fun but for most women, especially my gals who are wearing two and three and four pairs of Spanx, number one, it's extremely bad for you. It can cause neuropathy and your nerves in your tummy can go numb and it's a whole hot mess. Like, so please, number one, don't do that to yourself. But number two, like, to what end? Like, yeah. like what, what is the plan there? It, you're, yes. you're, here's the thing. I think we think if our clothes can make us skinnier, then we'll feel better about ourselves. But that's not how this works. I mean, how many of us have worn layers and layers of too tight clothing thinking, okay, if I look skinnier, then I'll feel better about myself. And then we ruin again, that special occasion because we can't breathe. We can't sit. We're afraid to go pee because God forbid we get these spanks down. How the hell are we going to get them back up? Right? Like, especially if you've gotten any kind of sweaty, you're like, shit. Okay. Well, I'm just going to have to hold it. Like you ruined the whole experience for yourself because you're like, these suckers are not coming off until we leave this place. Like for the record, I have been in that situation. (laughs) So please like, I mean, we, we know for you who are listening, don't feel like this has happened to all of us. (laughs) All of us, hundred percent. We've all had that moment of like dismay in the bathroom. It's like, 
I really got to pee, but do I really have to, can I hold it a little? It's like, it's been four hours. Um, all right. Well, if I get him down, can I get like, you go like this insane negotiation takes place in your brain that didn't have to take place at all. Mm-hmm. You just wore a dress that fit you. No yes. things required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're wearing that dress thinking that you're going to feel better, but yet the opposite just ends up happening. Right. And I think it all just relates to just our self-love, right? And self-care and just loving ourselves no matter our size or how our body looks. Yeah. Like, can you permit yourself to enjoy an evening out? Can mm-hmm. you permit yourself to hit a dance floor? Can you permit yourself to spend the day with your family doing X, Y, or Z without adding all this other drama that's just not needed. Like if you wore a pair of jeans that fit you to the amusement park, rather than fiddling around all day with too tight jeans and then being afraid to eat, being afraid to move, being afraid to play, like your experience of the world would be very different, not like with yourself, but also the people around you who would love it if just you showed up without the other extra stuff. For sure. And I want to touch a little bit about you know, where Hispanic heritage, um, like, how do you see, I, I mean, I grew up around, surrounded by, you know, certain adults, you know, having opinions about oh, yes. <laughs> clothes and how to look and like, what do you have to say about that, um, your experience or any advice? Yeah. I mean, and, and everyone's culture is different, right? So, and mm-hmm. when my grew up, it's, we have a family of mostly women. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the big thing was Pontes Chuching. So like, <laughs> just like for like, sort of make sure you look good, get ready, like get dressed up. Chuching does not really translate yes. very well. I don't know yes. how to describe that. Get it. Chuching. Right. Right. But this Chuching, like get, get dressed up. Like don't leave the house looking like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that's, that sort of follows you. Right. So it's like, you almost become afraid when you're younger to like leave the house without makeup on or without Mm -hmm. your curls being tamed in some way, because your mom or your auntie will be like, (laughs) like looking at you. Right. And they they don't have to say anything. They just make a noise. Uh Uh (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Like, you know, what's going on with your hair? Like that's what, you know, Chris just said, for those of you who don't, speak Spanish, but like, you know, or any number of things that well-meaning, well-loving people in your life are going to say to you. And that stuff sticks with you. Do you know what? I'm sorry again to interrupt, but it's just my grandmother would tell me that I was not ever going to find a husband to marry me because of my hair. Like, and she meant well, you know, but they would create so much drama about my curls that it took me, I would say it wasn't until I moved here to the United States, to Texas, when I was 30, that people started like complimenting my hair that I'm like, oh, okay, so I can show these curls up, you know, and then you started owning it. But it, it created a lot of drama in my early ages. Yeah. And like whatever, right. So the message you got was like, something was wrong with your hair and no one's going to marry you. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Like how how extra is that? Right. Like damn grandma, really? (laughs) 
But my mom used to tell me like, don't be a know-it-all. No one's going to be your friend. Don't be a what? Excuse me? A know-it-all. Like oh. you don't have to know everything. No yes. one's going to be your friend. Yes. Yes. Again, well-meaning. I love yes. my mom. My mom's hilarious, but damn, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <then> get, <laughs> really, no one's going to be my friend? Yes. Okay. But they they mean well, and mm-hmm. they're just trying to love on us. Yes. So, you know, I have some clients with an Asian background, and their moms had all kinds of thoughts about the size of their feet, the sizes of their body, you know, I had some clients who, you know, the, the color of their skin is too dark, right? So colorism happens amongst lots of different cultures still. Like you'd think that would be passe. And it's like, well, aren't you all Puerto Rican? It's like, well, we come in different colors. And for some yes. people, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, so mm-hmm. like recognizing, okay, here's a lovely thing my family told me to keep me safe or to keep me marriable or to keep me having <laughs> friends. Right. And they don't want me to go around the world looking crazy. I can appreciate that the underlying message delivery was not what it could have been. Mm -hmm. And I can keep the underlying message, which is technically they love me and they wanted me to have relationships and leave it at that and then throw out the rest. Yes. Like whatever advice you've been given as a young woman, even as an adult about what it means to be professional. Yes. Like you get to take the thread of that. Okay. They're, they're concerned for the longevity of my career and then you can throw away the rest of it. Yes. Um, I think just focusing on that, just really understanding that they, these, um, they each have their own drama and their own experiences and their own background and baggage. That's what I was looking for. Their own baggage. And they ultimately are meaning well, they tell this to you because they love you. It's just wrapped in a funky way, the message, but if we can just feel that to the core of it and then just take whatever serves us and what we can use to move forward and then just, just drop the rest. I'm like, Oh, they just mean, well, they just don't know how to say it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, and the same people on the one hand who are telling you, you know, your hair is crazy would probably be the same one who'd be like, I mean, like, Oh, she's so beautiful. Look at my child. She's so beautiful. So it's like, yes, what? Right. that's how we know, like they're well meaning. We just don't yes. have to listen to everything they said verbatim. Love it. Well, is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners um, about style at any age, um, any weight, fashion at any age or weight? Um, any advice that you want to close us with? Yeah, I, I want to just sort of reconceptualize for and all of your listeners the idea that. Style is independent of your size, your weight, your age, your hair texture, your skin color. Style is a feeling that we can create whenever we want. Mm-hmm. So if we start to think of it that way, like, okay, so if style is just the thoughts and feelings about myself that are outwardly reflected, meaning I have a thought, like I'm so cute and I feel good. And then I pick out my outfits from that place. My experience of style will be very different. And notice I didn't factor in body shapes or weight or size into that definition. So whatever size you happen to be, wherever you are on your journey, whether you're five pounds down, 50 pounds down, you know, for some of people, it's going to be a longer journey, hundred pounds, 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like the beautiful thing is if that's our definition of style, then we get to play with that. Whatever size we happen to be, wherever we are on the journey. So start to think about it a little more expansively rather than so categorically. 
And that'll just free you up to go play and have fun and maybe turn on some music, light a candle, wear the good lipstick. I love it. So where can my listeners um, look more information about you and your program and what you offer? Yeah. So probably one of the easiest ways to find me is you can listen to the style masterclass podcast. So your listeners like podcasts and you can check out the podcast. Um, or if you're on Instagram, just find me at Judith Gatton, J-U-D-I-T-H-G-A-T-O-N and click on any of the links in my bio. So like you go to the bio and there's a link there, you can press it and it'll show you where all the goodies are and kind of like welcome you into my world and all my stuff. And you have a challenge coming up, don't you? Yes, yes. So the Style Clarity Challenge is going to be an amazing five-day challenge where we make like we make style simple, which I think Love there's it. so much noise out there, especially it's- around fall. And it's like, you have to wear this. Don't wear that. Like, no, screw all that mm-hmm. noise. Five-day challenge, we're going to make it simple so that by the end, everyone has a great direction to get started and getting ready and getting dressed every day. So so good so they can find that by going to judithgatan.com forward slash style clarity and you can join the challenge that way love it judith thank you so much for being here with us it was so much helpful for me so i have zero doubts that our listeners are just gonna love it so thank you thank you for having me this was fun (laughs) thank you for listening make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode if you found this to be helpful Please rank it and leave a review because by doing so, you make it easier for others to find it. Also, if you would like to find out how to work with me and be part of our multilingual and multicultural community, make sure you visit my website, chrisberlingerymd.com. There is a free planning guide waiting for you there as well.